I don't hate the 76ers because uh, they have my man, P.J. Tucker, who I'm, I I adore, honestly. Uh, I, I love that dude, and they're up 3-2 in that series. They're a game away. Now, I think that's going seven, but um, very impressive win for them last night. No question about that. Look, Denver was awesome, but they are awesome at home. Uh, that's what they do. I mean, you know what, yeah, I, let, me, let me tell you this. They're going to be home again Sunday if they lose their next game. That's true. They are. I mean, that's what they've built gonna, in for themselves. And then when they They'll play, be home against the they play those, like, they're going to be home. Most likely the Lakers. I don't think that's And then when they over. play the Heat? The or Lakers the Sixers? Eh, no. When, when, they play, when they get to the finals, will they also be home? Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's Celtics? Who's a better no, record? No, they they're, have, they're, they're the they're one seed. seed. Oh, the one seed totally, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so they're going to be home. Uh, look, I honestly, I, th- I actually thought about this last night watching the Denver game. They haven't ever won a, an NBA title, so it would be cool to see, you know, as as we like. And didn't you love Jokic going over to Ishbia yeah, before the that. game? Like that—that that is, by the way, that yeah. is how humor, yeah. and grace, Absolutely. and whatever can diffuse things. Instead of being a jackass about someone, so true. he went over. He offered Ishbia the ball as he's walking off in pregame, and they had a hug. And then he had a, an amazing flop that resulted in a Kevin Durant. <laughs> exactly right. You know, like he like it, it, like it's it's an equal opportunity series. Okay, no, he learned from Ishbia. Yeah, like he's it, like I'll show you how this is done. Like I, I loved it when Milwaukee won the title in 2021. You know, they I, mean, I know they had they had right. quote unquote won one before, but it was right. like that was even before you were born. So it doesn't even it can't count, right? So like for them to get their first title, you know, it would be cool. It would it would be cool. So I, I if not Billy, right? I think I'm 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 cool to sign behind. And Jokic is like he he is poetic the way he plays. And you've, like, you've decided you like watching him. Well, like, I I hate their wings, right? I hate the fact that they give Jeff Green twenty minutes. I hate the fact that I've always hated Jeff Green. Michael Porter. Jr. I don't hate Jeff Green. No, he just, but he does Hard play twenty win, minutes, whatever else. But it's. I don't like watching him play Bruce basketball. Bruce Brown is freaking a revelation off the bench for them for you sure. You want him to be a Grizzly next year? Bruce Brown? Yeah. Um, he's too small to be there. He three. is small. So I mean, it, he is small. He's a, he's not he's broad though. He is, but as I as I as I said on the show, like we we contextualize these guys, right? Like so, it's it's the the our threshold for expectations for a six man are much lower than they would be if Bruce Brown was starting for the Nuggets, right? Like we we right. view these. Guys through different prisms based on their what role. role, and when the role goes up, a la John Conchar, and the right. production does He's not. A great fourteenth man, right? Like you, dude, you were so good when you played six minutes a game, and right. you, just, you hit you hit two threes, right. you know. But now you play twenty minutes a game, and you hit two threes. So it's like it's not it's not the same. John, you're awfully nice to join me. I appreciate it, man. Thank All right, you, dude. Thanks. Uh, yep. We'll talk to you again soon. I'm sure. Uh, Chris Harrington coming up next. You saw the house. I would suggest giving Josh Heisaw a call. Uh, One of the things that when you sell your house, you're just nervous. You're like, okay, is this thing going to sell? I mean, I think it's going to sell. It's a nice house. I have it fixed up. I've repainted this. I've done that. I've, it's, I love this house. It's been my home and I think it's going to sell, but uh, rates are high or whatever else. And what happens if I'm buying a new house and this, then I can't, we got two houses. That would be terrible. Listen with Josh Heisa. It will sell in 45 days or less or he will buy it or make the payments himself. There. (laughs) There's your answer. No, you don't have to sweat about it. And the reason he does things like that, honestly, that seem outlandish, is like, how how can he do that? It's because he has confidence that he can sell the house, honestly. That's that's why Josh Issa is so good. That's why he has 500 uh, uh, more, hundreds, hundreds of five-star reviews on Google. So you don't have to take my word for it. Um, Check him out. Give him a call. Josh Heisa and his team over at Keller Williams. 461-8147 is the phone number. Uh, or joshheisa.com and start packing. When we come back, Chris Harrington. If you need to sell your home, there's only one thing to do. Call Josh H-I-S-A-W. Go to joshheisa.com. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's sports station on the free Odyssey app. Download it now on your phone. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Are you looking for homeowner's insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, business insurance? If so, this is Gary Parrish reminding you to get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. That's Elizabeth Rook Insurance, a second generation local agency that's been owned and operated since 1981. It is the home of the Erie Rate Lock. What's the Erie Rate Lock? It's a way to lock in your auto rates indefinitely. So please get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. 867-SAVE, 867-7283 on the web, rookinsurance.com. 
Call your shot every Wednesday at BetMGM, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Place a $25 home run prop bet wager on any game, and you'll receive a $10 bonus bet. Simply log into your account and opt in or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to swing for the fences on MLB Call Your Shot Wednesdays. It's just one more reason why the king of sportsbooks is the best place to bet on baseball. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. That's 1-800-889-9789. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 3.5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com/sports. ramp.com/sports. R-A-M-P.com slash sports. Hey, sports fans. This is Jay Gaddis from James Gaddis Jewelers. Mother's Day is almost here, and what better way to celebrate mom than showering her with beautiful jewelry she deserves from James Gaddis Jewelers. Diamonds and pearls, gold and silver. We have a stunning selection of fashion jewelry from designers like Tracy Arrington, Michou, and Ronaldo bracelets to fit any budget and any occasion. Show mom how special she is this year with precious jewelry she will enjoy forever. Located at 4900 Poplar Avenue in East Memphis, James Gaddis Jewelers, your family jeweler. Hey, Brad. I thought you had a date tonight. Hey, Mom. She just left. Using my phone for a Wi-Fi hotspot backfired again. I keep telling you to get Xfinity. What happened? Well, everything was great until the movie started buffering. Then she started asking questions like, why are you using bedsheets for curtains? Why is this hamster cage so dirty? Where is your hamster? Oh, honey, it might be time for real Wi-Fi. Yeah. In the meantime... Can I come use the Wi-Fi at your place? Sorry, baby. Date night's still on for one of us. It's time for real home internet. Get fast home internet on the Xfinity 10G network. The future starts now. New customers can get 75 megabit Xfinity internet and one line of unlimited intro for just $50 a month for 12 months. Now through June 21st. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G to learn more. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity internet service. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of data usage. Data thresholds may vary. Regions Bank presents Live at the Garden at Radiance Amphitheater. June 3rd, it's Lady A. June 24th, Matchbox 20 plays the Garden. July 14th, Brothers Osborne. August 25th, the Doobie Brothers with Michael McDonald. And September 8th, Train. 2023 season lawn and individual show tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. More info at RadianceAmp.com. Also presented by South State Duncan Williams, AutoZone, True Green, Gossip Motors, The Lily Company, Pro Show, and Mahaffey Event Rentals. May sale is back at Sissy's Log Cabin. This is your one chance to save up to 65% on the very best in fine jewelry. Shop online at sissyslogcabin.com or at any of our six locations before May 31st for prices you won't see anywhere else. All while enjoying our extraordinary service, selection, and experience. Shop the lowest prices of the year during May sale only at Sissy's Log Cabin because life's too short for ordinary jewelry. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Gawkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Mike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. We're 
Now, it's Chris Harrington, live on 92.9, discussing the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. Presented by the Memphis Showboats. Get your tickets now. Starting at just $10, go to usfl.com. Chris Harrington joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? That's uh, We're a Winner by The Impressions, featuring Curtis Mayfield. Um, in honor of us all, we were all winners last night in a great night of NBA playoff basketball. Um, really looking forward to this uh, Sixers Nuggets finals. <laughs> you are, you're gonna it, it, right now. You are on track to get Embiid, which you brought up like last week. Embiid versus Adebayo in one semi, and Jokic uh, versus Anthony Davis in another semi. It's, this is like yeah. this is like a full banquet for you. It's arguably the four best centers in basketball in, in, in the in the conference finals. Yeah, and so. And then we'll keep on going to, to the Embiid-Jokic uh, NBA Finals. Looking forward to it. <laughs> um, will you be torn when it comes to the Embiid-Jokic NBA Finals? Maybe. I'm a big fan of both of those guys. Um, I like both of those teams. So, um, you know, my rooting interest in being right is the Denver making the Finals. I did not – Milwaukee was my preseason prediction to win the NBA Finals. So that's out of the guards for me. But I picked Denver to make it to the Finals out of the West. And I sort of had it reversed on Philly, maybe. I, I picked Philly to be the number one seed, but to fall short in the playoffs. It's like it's going to it may go the other way around on them. I'm a little worried that Miami might be Philly, though. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that you have talked about before is that when it com- comes to your competitive window, there is virtue in just being good and competitive for an extended period, and then the chips may fall, you know, your way in a certain year. And it feels like, it feels like this is all sort of vindication of that. Like Denver, I guess there have been various times when people could have been frustrated with Denver's playoffs or the injuries that befell Denver's in the playoffs or whatever, or Philly or whatnot. And honestly, I even think as Boston looks completely uninspired last night, like, who knows? Next year may be their year. Like, there's virtue in hanging around yeah. being competitive, isn't there? I'm 100%. And the funny thing about Denver, that, that Denver, the core of that Denver team is still fairly young. Like, all, right. I think all those guys are under 30. But they're, but, but they're on average, like, three years older than the Grizzlies' core, right? And yeah. that's, that's how early the Grizzlies are in this process. They've been at it for a while, and uh, and who knows? This may... This may be their year. Uh, speaking of other winners, uh, we were all winners last night. Jaron Jackson on the first all-defensive team yesterday. And Dylan Brooks on the second team. Your thoughts? I Both both deserved. I think both appropriate. That's probably how I would have voted if I had a vote. I saw some people pushing back on the Dylan Brooks thing. Even our, even our old buddy John Hodger drafted Dylan Brooks saying, like, we need to talk about who's a guard and who's a forward. I think that was a shot at Dylan Brooks. People were upset that Jaden McDaniels from the Minnesota didn't make the All-NBA team, and Dylan Brooks was there as a guard. Here's the thing. This is the All-Defensive team. So it matters who you guard. It doesn't right. matter that Dylan Brooks started next to John Morant, Desmond Bain, Dusty was a small forward. Guess who was guarding Steph Curry? And guess who was guarding De'Aaron Fox? And guess who was guarding Dame Lillard and all these guys? So Dylan Brooks, all-defensive guard, is 100% appropriate, even if he was the starting small forward for the Grizzlies. Um, do you tend to think it should be positionless? or uh, you know? So the first team was Lopez, Evan Mobley, Drew Holiday, Alex Caruso, and Jaron. Second team, Derek White, Draymond, Bam Adebayo, uh, OG Ananobi, and Dylan. That was the second team. No Marcus Smart, no, I'm, no not a, I'm not a favor of, of going to going positionless on stuff. Like they're going to do that with the All NBA teams, right? And I'm not a fan of that. Really, I, I like to a I like a little judicial discretion for the voters, right. and b I like to conceive things as actual basketball teams. And so, no, I'm not right. a favor of going totally positionless on stuff. Uh, it does bring up the fact that um, he, he may have uh, he may have had a miserable end to the season in all sorts of ways. But it is a reminder, not that you had lost track, that Dylan Brooks has real value. Yeah, I mean, how, I mean, you know, the classic example during the regular season was when he guarded De'Aaron Fox one night and Zion Williamson the next night. 
There just aren't a lot of NBA players who are capable of doing that. You probably count them on one hand who can do that effectively. Uh, and so Dylan Brooks, I, I've all, I always put tremendous value in Dylan Brooks' defense. The offense got to the point where it was nearly crippling. Maybe it was crippling in the playoffs, right? Uh, we, did, we, we went down a similar road with Tony Allen in terms of what you put on the table, what right. you take off the table. And so there was this real wild imbalance between what the, what the defense gave and the offense took away. And I think the tiebreaker ended up being sort of the off-court culture, just sort of wear out your welcome kind of stuff. Yeah, it's interesting. I and maybe his his refusal to accept his role uh, played into this as well. You also do wonder a point you've made before is if you have a player like Dylan Brooks and he's not shooting well and he's not helping you in a series. If the Grizzlies had had other ways to get through that series, he then would have helped right. them immensely against Golden State, and he might not have been the you know like his value would have absolutely outweighed his drawbacks perhaps in that series. Um, I mean, you've made this point before. Some of the problem with Dylan Brooks is is that he, what he was forced to be because of other yeah. deficits no, on the no, roster. I, I think I think that was a particularly bad series for him on the floor. I think some of the stuff. Some of the some of the off court stuff in terms of the way I when I wrote my column about Dylan last week I I, yep. I, I, I carefully phrase it I will carefully phrase it again. Okay. He it wasn't just when, when he had his little post game interview after game two about the Lakers. Yeah. It wasn't just that he said that it's that he sort of willfully willfully went against what was sort of the understood, this is what we're doing as a basketball team thing. He sort of, he used a phrase that's probably not PC, but it's just a phrase. He sort of went off the reservation a little bit on that. And I think that that really irritated a lot of people. And I think you can see it, that it irritated a lot of people. I, I noted you phrased it there, and maybe you phrased it that way when you were talking before. And maybe you don't want to answer this question. The, the understanding of how we're going to be as a basketball team was that an understanding that settled in ahead of the playoffs or in the wake of the John Morant thing? Or when did that, because it didn't feel like that was uh, always an understanding about this. Oh, I, 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 think the, I think it was in the aftermath of all the Josh stuff and after Josh came back. You, you notice, again, to stick to the public record, you notice like when Drew asked, asked Josh, you know, in the, in, in the final media session about, you know, about, about, about how he changed his public demeanor after all that. And he sort of proudly said, yeah, you know, no more jaw on the blogs, right? Right. Um, no more jaw on the blogs with a little bit of a, like, rallying cry for the organization a little bit. And Dylan, Dylan didn't wave that flag. So basically, when Zach Kleiman said, we are, you're going to see a different approach going forward, and I, again, I'll put words in your mouth here. Your understanding is that they had already tried to implement a different approach uh, at some point during the season, and Dylan was contravening that approach, was taking the same old approach uh, in violation. I, I, yes. I, think, I, I think that's a fair assessment. I, I, I think when, when Zach Kleiman said, we talked about self-created distractions, he's, he, that's what he was specifically talked about, talked about. I think less noticed in the moment was when Taylor Jenkins talked about dealing with maturity issues right. during the playoffs. I think a lot of people were still thinking about that in, in the John ja Morant frame. Um, I don't think that people may have been picking that up. I don't think that's what Taylor Jenkins is putting down. Uh, all right, and then we get all NBA teams uh, released tonight, and so we will uh, we will know once and for all whether Ja will be getting an additional $40 million, essentially, but it seems – I don't know, like, who knows, but it seems unlikely. Is that your feeling? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll be surprised if Jaws on an all-NBA team. I'm sure he'll get some votes, but I'll be surprised if he makes one of the teams. And that ultimately, at the margins, will be good for the Grizzlies. Yeah, they, they just can't, you know. They, they won't say they, it, they, of course. They, they can't, like, pop any champagne bottles <laughs> about that, but... Yes, they can quiet. They can quietly note. Ah, we have a little bit more breathing room over the next four years as we plan our salary cap. Yes. All right. So speaking of breathing room, you have a piece up at the Daily Memphian about the collective bargaining agreement. I did enjoy the way you started it with the words "collective bargaining agreement" and then asking people if their eyes had glazed over yet. <laughs> um, the 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 new collective bargaining agreement uh, essentially 
what it does is it 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 carves up the the money available to players. It, it's a really a revenue sharing deal is what it starts with. Um, with fifty one percent of basketball related income going to the players, forty nine percent going to the owners, and then a whole mess of rules about right uh, about h- how that money is divided. Um, it was interesting. You got in the weeds, but you didn't get all the way in the weeds. Like, like I would urge people mm-hmm. to read the piece. Fi- like, yeah, it is one of the. It is the most read piece on the. I, t- t- to the credit of Memphians, well, the most yeah. read piece on the site. Um, it's the most. It's the most clicked piece on the site. I think there's a lot of. It, it somehow got on Facebook and got back bagged around. I think people are clicking it and realizing, oh wait a minute, this, <laughs> this is not really this what is I want. Pretty heavy lifting here. So um, whatever the numbers are, I didn't write that with the intent of it being like right. something of wide interest, but I think it's something that's important to people who care a lot about the Grizzlies. Um, so what's the essence of it? Give me the essence of it first. Um, the, the core, the, it seems like the main sort of intent, intent sort of, I'm looking for, the main intent of the new CBA is to try to narrow the spending gap between the highest end and the lowest end of competitive teams. And so if you look at last season, the highest player payrolls were the Clippers and the Warriors at more than $190 million. The lowest, play, the lowest player payroll was San Antonio. But in terms of teams that made the playoffs, it was actually the Grizzlies at like 127. So that's like a $63 million gap in player payroll but at right. highest end and the lowest end among the 16 playoff teams. That's a lot. But that's not really the real story. When you add in the luxury tax penalties, the Clippers apparently in total, both player payroll and penalties, related penalties, spent $350 million last season. The Grizzlies, because they're going to get money back from the tax system, spent like 117. And so the intent, the, the primary intent of the new CBA seems to be to try to narrow that gap. And most of the work is done at high end. There is some work at the low end to sort of make it easier and more encouraging for teams to, to spend more at the lower end. But it's really trying to tamp down the higher end with all kinds of new restrictions and penalties and stuff to keep teams from doing things they've done in the past. And so a couple of illustrations of that that you can relate to this season. The the um, the free agency exception, the, the Warriors used to sign Dante DiVincenzo, who's been like their seventh, eighth man this season. They would not have access to that in the new CBA. That signing could not happen. Let me pause you before you get to the next one. So what was that exception, and who's it going away for? It's... It, it, you know, they're, you know you, people have probably heard of the mid-level exception. That's yep. like the most common exception, free agent exception teams have if they're over the cap but under the tax. Yeah. Well, as you move up, there are other exceptions that replace that that get smaller and smaller. And so that, that, that was like a taxpayer exception. So it's a smaller exception you can still use even if you're over the tax. And it's just gone. Well, now, yeah, okay. well, once you, not for all teams over the tax, what I didn't get into in this column is the whole apron cliff thing. Which yeah, is I was going to ask, what, what is a freaking apron? And a, that, that, we hear it all the time, Chris. What is an apron? Uh, the apron thing is weird. When, this, when, these, when these concepts first came out, people were calling them cliffs, which made a lot more sense to me. And somehow the, the apron phrase are called. Uh-huh. Basically, there's a tax line, and the tax line this season I think is 162 million. And then as you keep going over the tax, there are other lines where the rules start to change even more, and they're calling those aprons. And so, like the first apron is I don't know, maybe it's seven, eight million over the tax. Right. But the second, the second apron, the one they're really targeting is 17.5 million over the tax. And when you pass that line, that's where the Clippers are, that's where, that's where the Warriors are, and there may be a couple of other teams. When you pass that line, that's where they're really cracking down. And that's where you don't, you don't get the trades, the exceptions, you can't sign players in the buyout market, you can't make trades where you bring back even a dollar more than you send out, all this kind of new stuff they're going to keep teams from doing. It's an interesting phenomenon, and for people who don't like, maybe we've lost people here. The, the way that it works is you talk about people talk about salary cap, and there is a salary cap in the in in in, in basketball, but in in the NBA, but but unlike in the NFL, you are allowed to go over the cap uh, to re-sign your own players and in different circumstances, exceptions, etc. It is not, as they say, a hard cap. And that's where the right. tax kits in. I'm just explaining to people. So yep. if, if you're therefore over the cap, how, well, how are they over the cap? Well, you're allowed to go over the cap, but if you're way over the cap, then they're like, we're going to, there won't be another cap, but we're going to tax the hell out of you 
and make every dollar you spend be essentially $2 or whatever, and we're right. going to give some of that money to the teams that don't spend uh, over the, the the taxpayers. So there, it's, it's a Robin Hood scheme. And the Grizzlies have fundamentally been benefiting from this because they are getting the money that the Warriors and the Clippers are paying in, right? And, right. and, and so that for folks who don't know how it works. Um, you also said, by the way, that one of the other – the the other exception was the buyout market. What's hap- what's going to happen there? Like the Clippers signed Russell Westbrook, they wouldn't have been able to do that. We see this under happens. The, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, under the, under the new rules, that signing would would not have been allowed. And so what it is is that you can still sign a player on the buyout market if that player was like on a minimum salary or whatever. Uh-huh. But if a player's salary was at a certain level and they get bought out, yeah, and they go out onto the buyout market. If you're above the tax at a certain level, you can no you can no longer sign those players. So, so that's the key. That's to keep things like the like the Westbrook to the Clippers thing from happening. So that's you know and, and you know that, that team lost in the first round, but Westbrook was like, I mean maybe their best player given the injury, right. their second best, second or third best player. So those are like meaningful things. And not only did those would those teams in this scenario not get those players, but those players would have to go somewhere else. And so. You know, you can still re-sign your own players and spend as much money as you want to if you want willing to pay the tax to re-sign your own players. But this artificial, like, building it up around the edges still, even though you're at the spending level, is what they're really cracking down on. And, they're, and you know, and so the, the hope is that that's going to bring, that's going to bring that spending down, that mega spending and then at the other end, they're hoping to encourage more teams to push it up a little bit and have a little, just a little bit more parity in terms of spending among teams. So the Grizzlies have been, as you point out, one of the lowest spending, the, the lowest spending playoff team. And that's not because they're cheap. It's because they're young. Uh, right. $127 million this year, With, as these other rules have been in place. I'm going right. to presume at some point they're going to become a taxpayer. You believe that? Like when they went when all? Yeah. I will tell you, people with the organization, as you know, have said that publicly, repeatedly, that when the time comes, we'll do that. And my understanding from talking to people, you know, non-publicly is like that, that is the understanding. Like it's, they believe it's inevitable that, you know, they're not, gonna, they're not rushing out to seek it. But at some point, like, you know, once you, once you, once you extend Bane this summer and, you, you know, if you're fielding a competitive team and now you have Bane and Jackson and Morant all on new deals, you know, building a competitive team, competitive team around them, that, like, that, that is unavoidable. Um, and so I think you will see the Grizzlies. Grizzlies have not paid tax since Jerry West was the leader of the organization. I think that's coming. It's unlikely to come this summer. But it is going to come. I don't. They're never going to be one of these high tax teams. But the NBA is trying to make it so that you don't have to, right? And that, and that I was going to ask you. So once they move in and become a taxpayer, they aren't going to be crippled by these new strictures that are on the because they're well, never going to be. Yeah, that, that's when you get into the apron stuff. I didn't get into right. right? Like, the, are you the the first tier above the tax? Are you over the first apron? Are you over the second apron? Grizzlies are never going to be an over the second apron team. I don't believe. Right, and again, we're way into the weeds here, but. But one of your other thing I gathered from your piece is is that once you become a taxpayer, it may be that the threat that the, that the level of tax in the first level of tax paying is going to be lower. So in fact, it'll incentivize. It will be. Yeah. That's, so, yeah. That, that's going to phase in. That, that, that will. That so, will be easier on the Grizzlies. Right. Yeah. So the the amount you have to pay per dollar going over is going to get lower. The big thing, and that that it was it was rumored that was going to happen in the CBA, but did not is losing the reimbursement. Um, right now, if you go $1 over the tax, you don't get the reimbursement from other teams' tax money. Right. And that is going to continue to be the case. There was some rumor that they were going to sort of mess with the system a little bit so that you could creep over the tax and still get some of that money back. But that is not going to be the case. Um, all right. So how does any of this impact them this summer? Well, there's lots of little rules underneath this bigger like structure. The one that I think is most um, specifically um, um, meaningful for the Grizzlies this summer is probably the rule on rookie extensions. Um, the old rule was if you're extending a player off the rookie contracts, like the Grizzlies did with John Morant last summer, they did with Jared Jackson the summer before, they did with Brandon Clark last summer. Um, the old rule was if you're doing that, you can sign a player to five years only if it was a max contract. And if it was not a max contract, the most it could be was four. 
That's why John Morant's extension was five years and Jaron Jackson's was four. So they've changed that role to allow you to go up to five years no matter the number. And so the Grizzlies have an opportunity to try to sign Desmond Bain to now a five-year deal without giving him a max contract. Whether they pull that off or not, I don't know, but I would assume that would be the goal. All right, and then the other one, and we'll wrap this up here, is um, there had been a rule that the you could re-sign a veteran for 120% of his contract, extend of a veteran. So that's what the Dylan Brooks situation was, right? You could only have paid him uh, $61 million or something because you could have only offered him 120% of what he was already making. So if he had earned more than that, he was going to go into free agency. And presumably, that's why Jaron someday will go into free agency, even though the veteran extension is now you can pay him 140% as opposed to 120%. Is that right? It is. I, it would be interesting to me retroactively if that had been the rule last summer, whether Dylan Brooks would have and the Grizzlies would have done an extension last summer. Um, I, I think that's at least a maybe, which would put them in an interesting place now right. if, if everything else had happened and they had him under contract. Um, but that is a new rule. That, won't, that probably won't apply to the Grizzlies this summer. Theoretically, they could do an extension for on Tyus Jones or Luke Kennard this summer, but I'm not expecting either of those to happen. Do, and do we have any sense, by the way, like just for example, why does that rule exist? You can sign a veteran extension, but only at 120%. Do you have a um, like what the logic there is? I, I, I'd, I'd have to think about it for a second to give you an answer right. on that. I, I, I don't have that on the tip of my tongue. All right. Uh, the piece is over at the Daily Memphian. You can read it there. Did you read the whole? So what is, how, how did you how did you digest this? If people want to dig into this themselves, well, mo- yeah. mo- mo- most most of what I'm doing is synopsizing things that have been reported. And so right. the, the ESPN has reported a lot of this. Uh, the Athletic has reported some on this. I did talk to a lot of people um, who, who who have seen some of the stuff just to clarify some things. Because um, there's some, some stuff in the reporting that's confusing. So there's some things I needed to clarify because there's some mixed reporting out there. So I would say, like, you know, 80% of what's in my story is me just, you know, reading other reports and then synopsizing that from a Grizzlies perspective. But I did talk to some people who've seen the document, you know, um, from different vantage points to, to clarify some things. All right, Chris, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Chris Harrington at the... Daily you get all that, Jeffrey? Totally. <laughs> I, I, to be clear, I don't get completely into the weeds on every nuance of a collective bargaining agreement. Back when I was a baseball writer, obviously there's no salary cap in baseball, right? right? And I think it's because I'm from Buffalo. I'm just a... I'm just a socialist when it comes to when it comes to sports, right? Like I want I want it to be fair. It seems to me to only be fair that teams should be only able to spend roughly what other teams spend. And maybe that's not America, but it and so well we contradict ourselves when it comes to sports. I thought the idea of I thought the idea of a salary cap makes all the sense in the world because it's not just owners saying we can only spend this much. It is that, but it's based on we're going to get together players and owners together and we're going to decide what's appropriate. How much of the money should you get and how much should we get? It's really, it's not just arbitrarily set that like if, if, if you're working at a, at a grocery store uh, and the and the and the guy says, "I'm going to pay you eight dollars an hour and not a penny more," and that's your salary cap, right? Right. That's not what's happening. What's happening is, is you sit down at super low, and the management says, "Hey, we think we should get seventy two percent of the revenues and and own and and yep. and the and the workers are like, no, 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 we should get, we should get, and they they decide we all want super low to prosper, and so super low says. You guys can have 51% of the revenues and we'll get 49%. Well, we'll take 49% of the revenues. And then all the rules are really just a way of implementing that revenue sharing. Okay, well then who who in the butcher department gets more compared to the bakers, compared to the stockers, whatever else. But it's based on literally revenue sharing. Yep. They sit down, the players and the owners, and they decide this is how much we think we should get 
this is how much you should get. Let's agree on it in advance. It's, it's to me, makes all the sense in the world. And particularly, and it brings, it means both owners and players have an incentive to grow the whole pie. Yes, your stakeholder. But here's why baseball will never agree to that and why there's no salary cap in baseball. Because the agents run the baseball? Well, yes, and they also know that there is no percentage that is high enough. Like owners, when they sit down and they do that, they're like, they're thinking as people like, why are owners such smart businessmen outside of sports? And then they come in and they do stupid things, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and when they're sitting down to have that discussion, how much of the pie should you get? How much should we get? Then they're being their sensible business people selves, right? right? They're just thinking about what makes sense. They typically don't lose that negotiation. When they are just bidding for a starting pitcher and their fans are calling them losers and they have to go home and get booed and whatever else, then they're like, I will pay $700 million for this starting pitcher. Yeah, football I don't care. Yeah. Fandom takes over. Yeah. And so the agents know, no, we're not going to agree to this because the truth of the matter is if you would give us 51% of revenues coolly sitting down at a bargaining table, I know that when wild-eyed bidding happens over free agents, you're going to do crazy-ass things and give us 56%. Correct. And so – and, and so the whole, like, no one forces the owners to do it. No, no one forces the owners to pay those bills, but they're counting on the owners to pay those bills. They know the owners don't have enough self-restraint not to pay those bills. Right. And that's why, and baseball has a strong enough union that they don't have a salary cap, and I hate it. Yeah, I, I'm with you. The biggest complaint that I have is, at least like with baseball, it's no salary cap. I just hate this. Is it a salary cap or is it not? Like, a, I hate soft salary cap. Either it's a salary well, cap. Every salary cap is a soft salary cap because then in the NFL, the way they do it in the NFL, over, yeah. it's, it's a, it is a hard cap. Correct. It is a quote-unquote hard cap. You can't. The Bills, if they want to re-sign, if they wanted to re-sign, uh, what's his name? The linebacker went to Chicago. Let's just, uh, what's, Milana? No. Milana's the one who stayed. Uh, the five from Virginia Tech. What the hell was his oh, name? Bears oh, Edwards. Ed, yeah, yeah. Tremaine Edwards. Edmonds, Tremaine Edmonds. Sorry, yeah. If they wanted to, if they wanted to have re-signed trade Edmonds, they really couldn't have. He was their player. They drafted him. Right. They did not have enough money under the cap to re-sign him, so they said goodbye. It is a hard cap. Now the way they get around that in the NFL is cash heavy owners. Contracts aren't guaranteed, and then they have bonuses up front. Yeah. And bonuses are prorated, and there's all kinds of bonus weird ass bonus math. And uh, and so that's how they sort of get around it. There is no actual cap that is 100% a hard salary cap. People, it's just like anything. It's just like with taxes. Okay, here are the rules. Now, now let find me the ways get my smart them. way yes. around them. Yes. Like anything. It, NCAA recruiting. Here are the rules. Let me figure a way yeah. around it. Whatever it is, people will try to find their way around it. Anyway, I'm glad there's people like Chris who will understand this. Uh, so uh, some of us don't necessarily have to. It is Mother's Day. This week, Mother's Day. <sighs> I don't have a mom anymore. I still do. Like, she's there, kind of. You know, I think of her. But I uh, can't get her flowers. Can't get – she didn't want flowers anyway. Uh, but I uh, can't get her beautiful jewelry from Robert Irwin Jewelers. Whoever the mom is in your life, whether it's uh, – whether it's uh, she's a stepmom or a grandmom or a mom-in-law or your mom – or your pet's mom, or whatever other mom it is, uh, and I have some of those moms, you can get to Robert Irwin Jewelers and get something stunning. Just stunning to say, Mom, I love you. That's what it does. It's, that's what it does. Uh, they, they have some, some stuff that actually says that. Like there's, they have the to the, moon and, to the Moon and Back Mother's Day diamond necklaces, mother, child holding hands in the middle of a crescent moon, Adorned with sparkling diamonds and featuring a sterling silver chain with a phrase to the moon and back. That's only $99. You want to get something for your step, for a, uh, for your, for your pet's mom? Diamond paw necklace, only $119. But uh, not, nothing like a classic half carat diamond solitaire stud earring, $399. They're having a Mother's Day sale. Good for them over at uh, Robert Irwin Jewelers. They've got five convenient locations. I go to the one right across from, uh, Novel on Perkins Extended. Go to the one closest to you. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers. Back in a moment is Jeff Dawkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Okay, 
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 92.9 FM, ESPN, Memphis's sports station, sports station. 92.9 ESPN from Odyssey. Call your shot every Wednesday at BetMGM, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Place a $25 home run prop bet wager on any game, and you'll receive a $10 bonus bet. Simply log into your account and opt in or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to swing for the fences on MLB Call Your Shot Wednesdays. It's just one more reason why the king of sportsbooks is the best place to bet on baseball. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. That's 1-800-889-9789. Hello, I'm Howard Mackler, founder of Innovation Refunds. You've heard me talking about the payroll tax refund for months. I'm so proud that we've helped over 15,000 businesses claim over $5 billion in cash incentives. If you own a business, even if you've asked your CPA about this, you owe it to yourself to take another look. Every client is assigned a licensed and insured tax attorney who evaluates your company at my expense to accurately determine eligibility. Innovation Refunds has hundreds of five-star reviews on Trustpilot and Google, and your business might be entitled to receive up to $26,000 per employee. Businesses of all types can qualify, including medical, professional, construction, even nonprofits. Please don't miss out on this. Even your doctor would tell you to get an expert second opinion, and we do a lot of work for doctors. Download the Innovation Refunds app now or go to GetRefunds.com to potentially get a payroll tax refund of $26,000 per employee. GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com. Hello, I'm Kathy Thurman Edwards, the State Farm Agent on Brookhaven Circle. You know, life is filled with what-ifs, and my team is ready to help you with your what-ifs. Call 901-767-7744. We're better looking than a lizard. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates. It's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. It's the first day of the first grade. And she found a new best friend It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon You wish would never end The homemade taste of Bluebell And good friends gathered round The good old days are being made right now Have you noticed that most ice creams now come in smaller cartons? Not Bluebell we're still making a full half gallon and a full pint of tasty goodness. Bluebell wouldn't have it any other way. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. 
all-area Walgreens stores and all-area Superlow supermarket stores. Spa treatments are more than just an hour of solitude. Treat mom to the bliss of total relaxation this Mother's Day with a gift card to Feather Spa at the Peabody. Purchase an in-store Feather Spa gift card for $175 or more and receive a free Zents gift set valued at $100. Recently named number one spa in Tennessee among the top 100 spas of 2022 by Spas of America, Feather Spa at the Peabody offers a variety of luxurious spa treatments. Gift cards are also available. Gifts are promotionally available in store at Feather Spa at the Peabody. Available while supplies last. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. This is Flea for This Little Light, a podcast about falling in love with music. I started a nonprofit music school about 20 years ago called the Silver Lake Conservatory of Music. The reason that I started doing this podcast was music education. I'll be speaking with Rick Rubin, Thundercat, Stuart Copeland, Margot Price, Corey Henry, Cynthia Arrivo, Sheila E., and Patti Smith. Please listen and follow This Little Light, a presentation of Cadence 13 on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Disaster strikes, you know who to call it. It's Service Master by Cornerstone. Phone number is 901-624-9200. You should have that in your phone at this point. 901-624-9200. 624-9200. Because when disaster strikes, you got to know. Like, it's 11 at night, tree falls in the house. What do I do now? Service Master by Cornerstone. They got a 24-hour phone line. They work with every insurance company. They're locally owned. They're locally operated. They're the biggest franchise in a 600-mile radius, so if trees are falling on other houses, they'll still be there to help you deal with that tree that fell on your house. Whether it is uh, wind and storm repair, water damage restoration, fire and smoke, whatever it is, they are there for you. The Service Master by Cornerstone, 901-624-9200. Of course, the breaking news today was that West Virginia, don't think it's a big surprise, West Virginia uh, has decided that Bob Huggins will be returning despite uh, using a homophobic slur on the radio twice, uh, that his pay will be cut by a million bucks. Yep. He'll have sensitivity training and he'll get a suspension. So he'll be making more than $2 million still this year, um, will Bob Huggins. And 3.2 million. Although 3. Pete Thamel also adds the million dollar salary reduction is believed to be one of the biggest in college athletics. Yeah. So, uh, still making nice coin. Mm-hmm. Um, good work. If you can get it. I, I see a lot of outrage and I don't know. I, I, I guess I, I, I the argument for firing him, was that, as John put it, and he had said this earlier in the week, there are mistakes that people make. Um, you say things in, in anger, you know, whatever. If you, like, you, you just blurt something out in anger, you, uh, you, you know, forget to do something, you... It's not a mistake 
to use this word twice on a radio show. And the strongest argument, again, I'm not for canceling everybody for what they say. I, I've, I'm sure I've said things on the airwaves that held up to the cold light of day, someone would seem unsensitive, would strike someone as insensitive. I use the example of the founder of Lululemon who said something that people thought was insensitive, and I, I think it's overreacting. Um, but the argument for Fire and Bob Huggins was that that interview was revealing. It wasn't a mistake. It was revealing of a man who thinks that way. And I do fundamentally believe that. I, I don't think, I don't think it was like, oh my God, how did that come out of my mouth? I think that's Bob Huggins. And I think there's a real question whether you want that person representing your university. It's not, this isn't a company that he built on his own two hands that he's like, he's put, he created and he is, this is a public university. So I think there's a real argument that he should not be allowed to coach. But I didn't expect him to get fired because then you look at like whatever it's, if this had been a, uh, if this had been a, a school in Massachusetts or in California, uh, I suspect he would have been fired. Heck, I even wonder, like, what if it's it were in Texas West Virginia. or Florida? I don't. Oh, not not a chance. Like Ron DeSantis would have would have Ron DeSantis would have you know, if there was such a thing as vice governor, he would have been nominated for vice governor because all he, I mean, his whole thing is anti woke. It is interesting how it works. Like we are so we are so polarized. Do you believe that Georgia, Georgia's not going to Georgia, the University of Georgia football team is not going to the White House. Uh, they say there's a conflict with the date. And now there's some backstories, back and forth debate about whether they were offered other dates quietly or other dates. Do you think that if it was a different president, they would have been more inclined to go? I think so. I, I'm I, not saying it's black and white. Yeah, I think it also is complicated because, honestly, they went last year. Um yeah, I don't, I, I don't think any of this, I don't think it's just black. I don't think anyone's saying, over my dead body, are we going to go with that president? And I don't, and, and there are other president, there are other teams that didn't go when Donald Trump was in. Like I, but, but I do think, I think the fact that it's Georgia, you know, I think it, this yeah, gets back like, to place, you know. I can imagine most of the people on the roster would, would probably. That most have been voted for. Yeah, yeah and I mean, most of the people, but most people making decisions wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, while I suspect Kirby Smart probably uh, votes Republican, at the same time, Kirby Smart mainly votes for Kirby Smart, and he's going to do things that I think he thinks are going to help in recruiting. It's sad how, how – well, I, I, you know, one of the things that really has impressed me over the last uh, little bit is that our governor, Bill Lee, is calling a special session to, um, to, uh, on, on whether there should be gun regulations. Mm-hmm. And particularly, again, no one's taking anyone's guns. Like, no one's taking guns. What they're saying is maybe there's situations where someone who is mentally unstable or there should be some sort of, he's not calling it this, but some sort of red flag uh, laws in place. I do think that that whether it's, pick your topic, abortion, pick your, your, your explosive topic. All right. Abortion, crime. Uh, guns, whatever else. The truth of the matter is, there is a middle. And yeah. we, we don't explore the middle very often, right? There, there is a, if you just stop yelling at each other and start, okay, well, what, what can we agree on here? You know, what yeah. do we think? All right, we do acknowledge that abortion of a fully formed fetus before a day before it's to be born is inappropriate, right? Yeah. But we do agree that. And most people agree that, uh, that uh, in the you know in in the example of rape and incest and whatever you should be or uh, if it's the life of the mother is it state whatever there are exa- so let's let's explore where here in the great middle where we can come together uh, and there is a great middle when it comes to guns and there is a great middle when it comes to all of these things mm-hmm. and we just rarely explore it yeah we, instead we yell at each other I think though that's 
primarily because on a lot of these issues, you have very clear like activist camps, and these camps are well funded. And, right. Well, and, and they, they just and, and they they here's the problem: the slippery slope argument is a, not a constructive argument. Because it is not, it, it suggests there's no compromise. Like, if well, it's a slippery slope. You'd, if you don't let a raving lunatic have a gun, the next thing you know, I may never have a shotgun to shoot a duck out back, well, you know, whatever. And like, no, th- 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 there are, everything is not a slippery slope. There are, in fact, there are reasonable places of compromise. And let's go ahead and find them. Anyway, I, I don't know how I got off on this. Um, See uh, the Westminster Dog Show unfolded yesterday. There was a dog, dog one, that I had never heard of the breed. I've never heard of the brand or breed the, either. Or the brand either. Yeah. The brand works. Uh, it when, is, it, when you have to start having letters, like an acronym for your dog the breed. The PBGV. Yeah, that sounds like a virus, right? It's the Petite Bassett Griffin Vendine. Of course. Who could forget? I'm... Named Buddy Holly, which is they're, they're trying to humanize the thing. They're trying yeah. to you know make it relatable. It's a petite Bassett Griffin Vendine, uh, only recognized in 1991. Uh, cute dog. Uh, beat you want to it's beat? It beat Rummy the Pekingese, Winston the French Bulldog, Ribbon the Australian Shepherd, uh, Cider the English Setter, Monty the Giant Giant Schnauzer. In trouble. Good name for a dog. The American Staffordshire Terrier. So anyway. But a good name for a dog. I don't know if a good name for a show dog. Trouble? Yeah. Which of these names would you endorse? Rummy, Winston, Ribbon, Cider, Monty, or Trouble? Or Buddy Holly? I kind of like Winston as a dog. The problem with Buddy Holly is I don't like... Winston's a little cliche. Particularly for a bulldog. Yeah, I just think that sometimes sometimes play the hits. Speaking of playing the hits, if you were looking for your Mother's Day uh, ideas, listen, you should go to O'Call for any number of reasons. Jeffrey, earlier in the show, said, are you wearing O'Call? That's how it works, mm-hmm. by the way. Like, when I look good, it's like, are you wearing O'Call? I went. I once had to get a uh, 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 gift for someone of the other gender, and I walked into O'Call, and I said, help. That's basically all I said. And I got to say, I killed it. They pointed me a certain direction. They've got Viore activewear, shoes by... On Cloud, MZ Wallace handbags, travel bags. Listen, their people know moms. Their people may well know your mom. Go on in and uh, do it right. See our friends at O'Call. Jeffrey, what's coming up next? Here's what's coming up next. Jeff, here's what's coming up next on Jason and John. John, I beg your pardon. Chris, jeez. Uh, Mark Giannato joins them at 1125. Norton Hurd joins them at noon. David Cobb joins us on Giannato and Jeffrey at 240. Jeff joins Gabe at 5 o'clock. Thanks for listening, everybody. Back tomorrow for our work is done. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's sports station on the free Odyssey app. Download it now on your phone. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Are you a maintenance mechanic, diesel mechanic, welder, or a compactor repair person? Are you looking for a different kind of company and culture to be a part of? At Waste Connections and Team Waste, our employees reap the benefit of realizing their potential with our trust and full support. As a second chance company, we offer competitive pay, a sign-on bonus, tuition reimbursement, tool reimbursement for our mechanics, and at the end of every workday, you get to be home. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers.wasteconnections.com and become a part of a great team of people. For over 35 years, we at Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury law firm, have built our firm with the word more in mind. We have more than 800 lawyers and more offices nationwide ready to fight for you. And to date, we have recovered more than $15 billion for our clients. So, If you've been injured at work or in a car accident, you deserve more. Contact Morgan & Morgan today. Just dial pound law or visit forthepeople.com for an office near you. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. 
You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Evidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Call your shot every Wednesday at BetMGM, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Place a $25 home run prop bet wager on any game, and you'll receive a $10 bonus bet. Simply log into your account and opt in or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to swing for the fences on MLB Call Your Shot Wednesdays. It's just one more reason why the king of sportsbooks is the best place to bet on baseball. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. That's 1-800-889-9789. Memphis looking to shoot your shot? Long shot at Arrive Memphis has you covered. Your game day headquarters for the Tigers and Grizzlies. Want to bite before or after the game? Don't miss Long Shot's all-star food, classic cocktails, and game day specials. Looking for a place to watch all the action? They have multiple screens with shuffleboard tables, drafts,